Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Sophie. With me, of course, my good friend Rosella. Hello. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Polahoko. Yay, verily, forsooth. My good friend Turbo C. Yo, what up? <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Uh, my good friend Oren Ronan. <laughs> good evening. Hey, the gang's all here. So uh, with that, we can once again. We're doing it. It's happening. It's Ace Attorney Chronicles Resolve to Case Three Trial. What, what did we cover again? This is Trial Part Two and Three. Yeah, Case Case Two. I case hope Case Two, not Case Three. Yes, yes. Case Two. That's right. Yeah. Yes, Case. That's two. like speed reading. I went a little ahead, but anyway. Um. So, what? What the hell? What's going on here? We're we're Natsume is on trial for for his life again again. Is is attempted murder still a capital crime? I mean, if your society is racist enough, I I, I don't think so because it doesn't. At the end of this trial, it doesn't seem like someone is actually going to be killed for it. So it's probably not right. a capital crime. Well, but mm, mm. I'm like, why are we even bothering? <laughs> they kind of gloss over it though, because uh, you know. What's what's the guy from the last one who's like, you know, poverty didn't ruin my father, you know, that kind of thing. Like he's getting hung. We haven't we just haven't really touched it, you know. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not wrong. Right. That's happening. Yeah. No, they they established that in the beginning of the first game. All of the murderers are going to be killed. Yep. OK, cool. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm sure it'll be really wacky. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure something funny will happen. But, you know, whatever. That's not for uh, for us to say. Um, what? Anyway, so, okay, what's happening now? Um, what's, what's, what's trial part two hap- going on there? We're continuing where we last left off, left off where, um, Scotland Yard was going to investigate the, uh, tea that was frozen inside of the, uh, bars of soap to see if there was poison right. in there. And I made a call last period, or last period, last session, like <laughs> <laughs> this school, um, kind of is. Where uh, I I was fully expecting there to be poison in there because that would just be the right twist that this game would take. So, but there was actually no poison in there. Oh, but 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 they but they have a new bullshit excuse about why that's a mysterious the killer. It really is a bullshit excuse too. Well, it's I was getting a little mad at Lord Von Zeke's this this time because it seemed like he was just making up bullshit without having any evidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's be clear. So they find. They find the tea. They find the only remaining tea, the only tea that, that that could be found because they can't test for trace elements. And that tea is clean. There is no poison in there. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, you think that it should fall apart. But what if it, the tea from someplace else was poisoned? Oh, the tea that's already gone was poisoned. The magical tea from Fairyland. <laughs> Didn't they even try to do the... Uh- like, they tried to pull the thing where it's like, well, you know, he used Soseki's tea to make the thing because Soseki didn't drink it right away. And we're like, buddy, we've had these teacups with the tea ring around them for, like, days now. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah. this, like, you come and pull this weak shit. Like, yeah, this is. Yeah. So they they actually get the victim up on the trial stand to uh, testify about what happened. And. What was it that he said? He said that... Uh, he, he said that they poured the um, cups of tea, and that's when uh, Soseki poured poison just into right. Shamspear's cup. Just into his cup. And, and he never drank his own. Uh, so later that night, he used Soseki's cup to make the soap coins and drank from his cup, which had the poison in it. 
and that's right. Yeah, which immediately should fall apart because at that point, if Soseki only poisoned one tea and didn't poison his own, why would he not drink his tea? Like you want to drink mm-hmm. tea with someone to make them drink it. Drink tea while it's hot. We keep saying that, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's um. That's my catchphrase that I'm always saying as William Shakespeare. <laughs> It's like that time you went to Halloween as the drink tea while it's hot guy. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of questions about when I drink tea that are being answered by my t-shirt. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good with t-shirt, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like this is also a little out of character for Renzeeks, or maybe not just yet, but soon will be. <laughs> he just... So what I'm thinking is he came off as kind of an asshole for most of this trial, Except yeah. except when we get to a point where he's like, okay, so the tea that Soseki brought wasn't poisoned. The tea was never poisoned. But we know for a fact that the victim was poisoned and Soseki was the only one that visited him. So he had to have done it some other way, which what other way? I don't really know. It doesn't matter. He was the only one that could have possibly done it. So he's guilty. This is, yeah, this is very weak sauce in general, but okay, we're going to go with it for now. So maybe I'm misremembering our previous reading too, but I thought we like didn't know for certain he was poisoned. We just guessed that it was strychnine based off of the, the symptoms that he had. I think the, 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 the medical report always said strychnine. So I, I guess they yeah. did yeah. check him and you. There, there were signs of strychnine poisoning, but they, you know, they don't have a definitive test for it. Yeah, we didn't know for certain, which I thought it was just going to be like, oh, yeah, it was something else. But, you know, we've just left the strict nine as a foregone conclusion at this point mm-hmm. yeah so let me just let me pull up my summary here because i want to remember, to remember what's what happens next yeah, so we countered that by pointing out the thing with the lines and the tickups that shows that the Seki did drink his his tea immediately uh and that and and that's when van zix uh like gets out of line yeah van zix is like Okay, so did you just misremember? Maybe you just forgot that uh, Soseki drank his tea and there was actually some tea left in the pot. That you forgot that, right? And he's like, yeah, I did forget that. Um, That's what happened. And I was just sitting there like, there's no fucking way you would let us get away with that, Zeke's. No, no way. That's the thing, too, because, like, in other trials, Van Zeke seems to kind of help out when he's like, wait, I think Naruhoto's onto something here. Yeah, in in this game, it's like he's just been a big asshole. He does in this trial, too, like... Later. Yeah, later. He does later, but at first, it's like he fucking hates us. Yeah, normally when he he gets a liar and stands, it pisses pisses him off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got the uh, sort of impression that maybe this was because of his weird like Japanese racism that he had as is going on mm-hmm. that he was you know really uh believing that this guy was uh guilty I mean it could also be he's like look this guy's not gonna lie about being poisoned that's weird because he doesn't have like the full story in his head yet you know mm-hmm. I guess maybe I mean the only thing that I can see is that he's operating from the foregone conclusion that he was poisoned he didn't poison himself somebody else did it had to have been Saseki. so whatever he says on the stand if it doesn't line up with that then it's just him misremembering it's, it's not him hiding anything he's just an unreliable witness. I'm just saying it's not like Van Zeke's to like lie a b- lie to win the case. Like, what are you us? You know what I mean? Like, 
it definitely feels like he's pulling some really underhanded tricks. Like, because we've yeah. already got the the jury, uh, you know, the, not necessarily jury tampering, but like bringing back the jury from the last time is kind of dirty. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they're like, oh, don't don't you think it was actually this plausible explanation instead? Like, he's just he's he's playing dirty. And yeah, I, I do feel like it has to do with, with the fact that Soseki is a. Uh, this is the defendant. Japanese. I think it's rude. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, well, I mean, I think what, of course, frustrates me, and I should be used to this by now in this game in particular, is, of course, the jury buys it, which is like, oh, come on, you know, but they do. And they're like, hmm, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I've never been led astray before by this prosecutor <laughs> or anything. So, you know, like, yep. He's guilty, and we go into all that again, and then we have to go into summation examination, which um, we do. Yeah, most of the jury are upset about the gas and not about the actual case. Like, they really are. They're, like, they're barely... T- like, I don't even understand how they got guilty verdicts when and, uh, n- none of them are really paying attention to the trial. <laughs> I know. Well, I like how... I, I still kind of like Shamspeare. I like his, like, movements and expressions, but also during this second part of the trial, he's like, yay, verily, I am a, a gas thief, but I plead that you remember that is one thing and, and this is another thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah, so, like, the jurors, so, yeah, if you look, like, the juror one and six are kind of talking about it, because, like, the first one's like, well, look, I considered all the evidence, and he's got to be guilty, and then if you press him, uh, you can kind of get him to say, like, well, if there's other evidence, he'd reconsider, right? And he goes, yeah, okay, which is, like, kind of the thing Suzato's pushing, you know, when you ask her for help, and then the last juror who i forget who that is but um he's the, he's the guy he's like the, the the big guy who usually couldn't hear but now he right. seems to be able to hear a lot better yeah and he was a surgeon in one of them too right so yeah um Emma's twin brother yeah oh that's <laughs> right yeah 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 <laughs> so um yeah so basically and he's like well nothing else you know if you Nothing else like uh, touches touches lips. I guess that's it. And the thing that's like frustrating is, like we said, yeah, like juror number two is talking about how gas is expensive, and juror three is talking about how to explode, and juror four, who uh, was the queen bee for Alamont Gas, is like, gas rules. I don't know what the hell any of you were talking about. It's the best thing, and it's not cheap, and blah blah blah. And, and, and capitalism, yes. Yeah. Yes. Whereas juror number five just says, "I'm pretty sure my wife poisons my tea sometimes." <laughs> yeah. Which. Buddy, mm-hmm. are you okay? No, no, he is not. <laughs> He's not, clearly. If, if you press him on him, it turns out that he just put salt in his tea. But he still said it's poison. Yeah, but he thinks yeah. it's poison, yeah, which is pretty funny. And then he's upset that she doesn't even care enough to poison him properly. Well, I mean, he still drinks it. <laughs> yeah. Trying to build an immunity. Are you gonna, are you gonna waste tea? <laughs> I mean, I'm no, not. No, I'm not gonna waste poison. <laughs> it's rude. If someone serves you tea, you have to drink it. That's the law? Maybe in England it is. Coffee, tea, or poison. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah. So, uh, how do you get how do you get this friggin' jury working together? You you have you have to press the queen bee, which then she then reveals that her uh, worst enemy is uh, rival companies who steal her gas. Yeah, they just like hook up the pipes to it. Oh yeah, that's right. And there's like a method you can you that people use to figure out if companies are doing that. I didn't really get this. Yeah, so uh, she doesn't want to tell us what the secret is, but uh, juror number three uh, gets a reaction out of it. 
mm-hmm. and he remembers when um, they came to his house and did that. Um, so what they do is they have um, one gas um, company person go into uh, a contracted house uh, mm-hmm. and removes one of the lamps and blows into the um, gas pipe. And then they have other employees going around the neighborhood to other places that doesn't have a contract. And if they see the light flicker, then they know that they get the same gas. Now, the way they describe it is basically when you blow into the gas pipes, it lowers the pressure of the gas going through, which causes like other lights to dim or... So you can see, like, if lights that aren't connected or contracted, like you said, dim, they're using gas from the same line. Mm-hmm. So you know that that's how they're, you know, how this, like, scam is happening. Yeah, and that's, that's all well with, uh, when, it's, with, when it's a light, but if it's a stove, then it makes the fire go out, and then the gas... Yeah, blows can... up the pilot light. Yeah, the gas just leaks straight in, yeah. I think it's basically just if you... It's it's delicate. If you blow a little bit, you get it to flicker. If you blow too hard, then it just yeah. it, it replaces all of the gas with air, and then obviously the air doesn't light. So oh, I was figuring it was just a regular pilot light. Like if you blow too hard, it just it can go out. You know what I mean? Like that's just the quick air. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, the 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 point. Well, I mean, either way, the, the thing that like bugs me about this though, and what I want to talk about because this really grinds my gears, uh, to use a vernacular. But if you blow into the pipe, doesn't that increase the pressure? Like, shouldn't this work the other way around where there'd be too much pressure and then other people stealing the gas would actually have their, like, lights brighten? Like, don't they have it backwards or am I crazy? Well, the pressure is flowing in one direction. So okay. I guess right. you're, so, you're yeah. applying pressure in the opposite direction. You, yeah, you're introducing carbon dioxide into the pipe, right? Which... Mm-hmm. I assume means that you're that you're leaving gaps in the gas, right? Yeah, yeah, that was my interpretation. Okay, that okay, that that makes sense. So, like, even if it does get a little bit compressed ahead of it, then it would then have like a, a gap where it couldn't feed off of it. I don't think you're really lowering the pressure; it's that you're lowering the density of the gas, which can cause yeah, the lights to go out. Pressure is probably not the right word. Yeah. So, what's in the pipe now is less purely pressurized gas and more gas, some carbon dioxide, then some gas. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you for describing science to me, Visual Novel Book Club. (laughs) Also, if the gas is coming out at a higher pressure, the fire can't keep up. Turbo, we explained this! Sorry, what? No, No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. What were you saying? No, No, I'm I'm interested now. No, (laughs) I was joking too. Um, No, I was just saying like if... uh, Another weird science fact, if the pressure is actually too high, the fire can't, like, trail down uh, fast enough, so it can burn out that way, too. I see. Well, <laughs> I've certainly learned a lot about gas tonight. Juror <laughs> <laughs> number four is upset that we're revealing trade secrets in court, but everyone else has tells her that everyone already knows how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen you come into our houses and just blow into pipes. and that's the kind of thing you would talk about with your neighbors like right what on earth right so by revealing that secret we then kind of make the connection that uh maybe something else passed his lips tonight namely the pipe the gas pipe that was hanging out of the wall maybe he put his lips around it and we have evidence to show that 
we do have evidence to share that, which is the the handprints, which are not legally admissible uh, evidence because it's crackpot science and we don't know what we're doing. It's kind of true. But I guess you can introduce it just to install doubt in the jury. Rather yeah, than that's all that matters, evidence, right? You're just like, hey, what about this? And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll consider it. Yeah, and and, and, and the jury seems to love she, uh, him, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah, Sherlock Holmes. We'll just say so, it. Sherlock Holmes. It's Sherlock. Come on. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now he's going to show up. <laughs> and then he appears in the mirror. And st- <laughs> God. <laughs> First Candyman and now anime Sherlock Holmes. They don't care if it's not admissible. Um, right. Just yeah, exactly. Out and they change the line. Yeah, they just think it's cool. We're introducing the possibility, and we've proven it exactly as much as Van Zeeks has proven that the uh, the that Shamsir made the coins out of the tea left in the teapot. Yeah. So, yep. take that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So anyway, um. Yeah, that's right. Um. And now, um. <sighs> yeah. So we we start to we get the jurors back on our side at this point, roughly, right? And we need one more. The, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So they're like, uh, we got a what juror one? We have to. Um, uh, he needs more evidence that shows that that's actually what uh, Shamspear did. Yeah. And then we just introduced uh, Saseki's testimony. Yeah, because he said at the beginning of the trial that the same night he was almost choked to death after he went to bed. Well, not to death. He, he's okay. Right. Al- al- almost to death. <laughs> well, he just woke up freezing and almost suffocating because the stove went out. Right. And he said that on the first day of trial, like, completely unprompted. That's just a thing that he mentioned happened. Right. So, um, anywho, uh, what happens next? That, that gets us to four out of six, not guilty. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we win the, the thing. Right. So then, yeah, cause our new theory is, all right, we know he blows on the pipe for, you know, um, this, what if somebody poisoned the pipe? Would he, you know, blow on the pipe? Yeah. Which I'm like, what? And Van Zeeks is also like, what? And I'm like, I've got it with Van Zeeks on this one. I, I don't know where you're going with this one, Arodo. Um, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's a pretty big leap. But from that point, we would have to. Obviously, he's not going to admit to that. So we have to yeah. come up with a reason why he would want to do that. Right. V- Van Zeeks also like sort of turns this against us with like, OK, so say someone was trying to murder him by putting like putting lips on the gas pipe. Obviously, the only person who would know about that would be the person he was doing it to, which means so Seki tried to murder him. It's like right. right. It's the place the trap reverse card. Thank you. You've just given us the motive for the murder. You've walked right right into my really obtuse trap, which I'm kind of shocked you did actually. <laughs> but all right, it worked. Jury summation your way out of this asshole. Yeah. And we will. We would, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so, we would. Yeah. Uh, basically, um, yeah, then we have to figure out who actually poisoned the, the, the pipe. Yeah. And we have to, and I'll admit, I uh, I didn't quite, I, I knew where they were going, but I didn't quite get there without help. So, um, who is it when we accuse, that we can accuse now of actually poisoning 
Shamspear. Who has something to gain by poisoning Shamspear besides literally everyone? It's the, it's the one it's the one person that fell within this chapter for no reason until now. So Also the only person we've seen this chapter uh, who is in possession of poison. Mm-hmm. It's Olive Green. Which I, I was like, really? Because I was really like, I don't think it's Olive Green. I think, she, you know. Why did you think she was in this chapter at all? <laughs> Because it's like one day after the murder. Yeah, no, we just killed her. No, I, I still wasn't totally convinced that she would be like the well, whatever. I mean, you know, the I don't know. I wasn't convinced that it was going to go down this way exactly until, of course, we have to accuse her according to the strategy guide. And then I'm like, oh wow, all right, I guess she did. Let's figure <laughs> well, that out. Well, if you say so, strategy guide. I mean, I don't really want to, but that's kind of where I was, truthfully. Because I, I was just- like, all right. I just didn't want to bring her into this because I I think she's had a hard a hard time of it and I don't want to bring her into court and accuse her of murder. Yeah, I know. I mean, Natsume has had a tough time too, so you know you're, we're kind of screwed here. But um, yeah, anyhow, uh, so we accuse her and then we take a short recess. I think while we call her to the while stand, they you know. Yeah. So. Um, then, so we're we're out in the chamber, and who should show up? But of course, our good friend Herlock Sholmes, and I think he says something funny about his absence, or he's like, he's I, got a theory about oversleeping. Yeah, that's it. Because he was like, look, I was like, I don't want to oversleep this time, so I have a theory. Why do people oversleep? Because they sleep. So you know what I'm do? I'm not going to sleep. And you know what the fuck thing is? Is like, I've done this. You know, like I, I can't even give Holmes that much shit for it. It doesn't work. I've yeah, it, tried it, it. It backfired on him. So yeah, yeah, it backfired on him because of course he fell asleep and then couldn't go. Um, me, it kind of works, but then you know you're groggy as fuck and not really your best self, and you probably shouldn't. Right, but anyway, <laughs> melatonin is awesome. Anyway, uh, so um, <laughs> uh. Anyway, so Sh- Sholmes is here now, finally. He did do a chemistry experiment and found out that the poison in the bottle is strychnine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he did actually bring us genuine evidence. Right. That is probably not, not that admissible, though. Probably not, but, you know. Um, but we do get it in the court record, so... Van Zeeks is doing, uh, like, weird stuff and... Not, like, let me start that thought over again. Van Zeeks... Go for it. <laughs> Van Zeeks is, is agreeing with his fucked up clients and Sholmes is actually providing real evidence. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Has the world gone topsy-turvy? <laughs> and in addition to that, then the, uh, you know, Gregson comes to us and then the police assists us in our investigation just to keep everything sufficiently backwards. Yeah. Like, he's actually nice to us. I feel like, yeah, I feel like even he's like, I think this is kind of bullshit what Vanzix is doing. I'm sorry. Actually, this was funny. Like, he kind of comes into the scene and he sees that Sholmes is there and he just, like, immediately leaves. And we have to be like, hey, hey come back, come back. Yeah. He is, yeah, and, and to be fair, he is kind of like, fair is fair in the earlier on. So, like, I feel like Gregson's kind of like, all right, I kind of owe you on this one. You know what I mean? But. You know, it's not, it's not terribly out of character. I don't know. I'm okay with him here, even knowing like waiter stuff, you know. Right. But he shows up and gives us a case file for the Selden, that convict um, that died and left the loot. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure if it tells us anything that we didn't already know. Like, I, it tells us that he, he died in a cell and was discovered by a cellmate, I think might be the only piece of information we didn't have. Well, now it's in evidence form, though. It makes it clear that there was, that there was a cellmate who was with him when he died. Right. Which I think, like, thematically, I think we all kind of knew where that was going, you know? But now, like, the game's kind of like, all right, yeah. <laughs> just, just so you're aware, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's see here. Um, all right, so we get that. We get the capital offenders file. So Olive Green is painting in court, which is true, which is kind of kind of funny and awesome. Yeah, when uh, when Von Zeeks is introducing him, it's like, you know, please state your name and occupation. And Shakespeare is like, I, you know, William Shakespeare, and I'm 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 a victim. That's that's what I'm here for. And it's like, Professional so victim, yeah, unemployed. <laughs> They're unemployed, right, exactly. And Olive Green's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm, an artist, you know, kind of. I mean, I'm in school, and I'm terrible. I'm really bad at it. It's just, so also unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's a bit, it's a good bit. It's, an, it's a good bit. Also, her consistent painting leads to some good animations. Yes, it's true. The, both these characters are very well animated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although I'm not a fan of like Shamspear's weird like he does like a similar thing to Farplay thing where he's like pretends like he's riding a horse or something, which I never really got. But whatever. Anyway, um, does he still do that? I'm like, I'm not crazy, right? Anyway, no, he uh, does. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing to the like he turns to the left and does like the cloppy things. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like um, what's interesting is she's not like a super cooperative witness because like, there's a point where we're kind of like, well, why'd you do this? She's like, I have to tell you anything about this, you know, which is interesting. So, um, I mean, she, yeah, she does kind of put it like it's, you know, that's your job, Mr. Lawyer. Like, I don't have to tell you everything. I mean, we she she is brought in because she knows, like, from the outset that we are accusing her of, of attempted murder. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she no, she certainly has reason to. I'm not, but I'm just saying that's like her, her starting, this is how she's starting things off, so. Yeah. Um, we want us, we want her to tell us about the evening of the, the evening, like, she got stabbed, basically, and she was, uh, she's walking on her, so, um. And then we also ask Shamspiel to tell, to say what he did that evening. That's right. Basically, um, yeah, so she had a little matter to attend to, and that's it. She won't tell us, like, if you ask, like, what it is, she's like, no, I don't have to tell you that, you know? Um, but basically, Shamspear's like, you know, well, I was at the tavern for supper, you know? And, um, which earlier he said he doesn't eat, but well, nobody points that out. And uh, Green's like, anyway, I got stabbed and I went to the hospital, so I don't know what's going on here, you know? We kind of we kind of call her out on it, because she says, like, oh, I don't, I don't need to tell you why I was there, but, like, she... She did during the investigation phase. Right. She said she got a note that said, hey, meet me at this tavern. I uh, have information about Duncan Ross. Right. And so we we just testify to that, basically. We're like, hey, the, but you, you said this. And that makes um, that makes Shamspear perk up. Yeah. When we say Duncan Ross. It's like, sorry. What, wait, what? Uh, and then like pretends not to know him. Um, yeah, but like clearly does. Which they lived in the same building. <laughs> Insists that they were the vaguest of acquaintances. Um, like this, I think. Um, yeah. So basically, she brings up the card. You know, I think that like, uh, you know, that the the card she was writing and stuff, and then we realize it matches the torn off envelope. 
um, which I think is then is like how we kind of proceed with things uh, is uh, let's see here. Yeah. And one of the cool things too, at this point is that in the be- in the beginning, when she's sort of just like, you know, kind of not participating, she keeps turning away from, you know, like the, her animation is that she turns away and doesn't want to acknowledge what's going on. And then when, when she finally gets like engaged, it's like, fine, whatever. Then she like will frequently use her easel as a shield and her brush as like a sword. And she like yeah. faces you like dead on, like, I'm going to take you down with this motherfucker. Another cute thing <laughs> that she does is like the two hate each other. Like they, they're they really on the same do. stand, but they're clearly hate each other. And one thing that she'll do is um, she'll paint a little red arrow on her um, palette and then like hold it up to like point yeah. to him. It's like, you know who the liar is? It's this guy right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> I very stupid I liar. Like her. <laughs> I, <was> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like this very much. This whole uh, this interaction between the two. Yeah. Of them. It's also it's really nice because like Sham Spears whole thing is that he's really animated and moving around all the time and um, Olive Green is just the opposite like she's very kind of motionless and, and just kind of simply turning around and not very animated right right yeah they uh, there's a good dynamic there yeah I, en- I enjoy this I enjoy this cross examination so the two things that we have to prove is we have to prove that um well, one thing that we bring up is that Sham Spear said that he was uh, visiting a, a pub, and with a pub was kind of a high-end pub that served good food and drink, and not a place that he would expect to be found since he doesn't have a penny to his name. And then the second thing that we have to figure out is that um, Green says that she received the letter, but we can prove that the letter was in Sham Spear's house because of the broken envelope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the real thing we need to, to push it to move along is that you've got to introduce the torn off envelope and the and the, the the piece of the the other piece. Right. Right. To prove that the letter, yeah, the letter went to Shamsphere, not to Olive Green. Yeah. And once you once you reverse the, you know, the to and from on that, uh, that drastically changes your interpretation of the situation, mm-hmm. which I thought was a, a really interesting, a really interesting twist. I audibly gasped. When I realized what's going on here, <laughs> we mentioned the pub. I, I, I really like the two restaurants in this area, which um, they mentioned quite a lot. There's, there's one that's supposed to be very cheap and one supposed to be high end. Uh, but well. but the, yeah, <laughs> the cheap one has like water that is kind of like soup, um, <laughs> and and the leaf that is kind of like a salad, and the high end <laughs> one is like high end crumbs or crumbs of bread. And, yeah, and crazy. water that is clean. <laughs> Love me some ice soup. Oh, Mr. Fancy with your clear water. <laughs> Which was the one that had the mushy peas? Was that the high end one or the low end one? Yeah, I think it was I think the slug and the salad. That's yeah, I love that name too. The slug and the salad. That's a really good. That's a really good like English pub name for for like a jokey sort of thing about murder. Yeah, it was like the slug in the salad and then like the grubby grubber or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is are, are those like uh uh Holmes references? Like the slug in the salad feels very They sound like it. Yeah. I did, I don't know that one at all. I don't think so because well they're not they're not the same in Japanese, so if they are then they're localization references. But I don't think they are. The mystery of the slug in the salad. Slug in the salad seems like directly jokey. 
that seems like directly jokey to me. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to make fun of English pubs and not like an actual one. Yeah, I think there's always yeah, like you know the the claw and the hammer. And like they're always like that that you know noun and noun pub mm-hmm. standard. Right. I don't I don't think we mentioned it last week, but um, what is it? Dagros his name? The the boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Huh? Is it Dagros? Oh, um, Duncan Ross. Ross. Duncan Ross. Duncan Ross. Duncan Ross. Yeah. Duncan yeah. Ross. That that is a Sherlock Holmes reference. Um. It's from the Red-Headed League, I, I think. I think I read. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier. I thought it was a cookie reference. Um, Duncan Rosper. Which I, I like because I think what is supposed to be happening here is that Iris is writing the Sherlock Holmes stories. And when she needs a character, she just picks a name from people who she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Names were changed to protect the people that we convicted for murder. <laughs> He'll do. Um, so anyway, they, they redo their testimony and Chancellor's like, I remember. Yeah, I got this note. I uh, I went to the Slug and Salad to get information on Duncan Ross, I guess. Or I, I went there. Nobody came. I left. Um, you know, the end. And then uh, and then Green's like, you know, I didn't sneak into his room or anything like, you know, he's the bad guy here. Not me. Duh. Why would I sneak into his room? Yeah, I don't even like the guy. Much less want to spend time in his room. Sheesh. She still insists that the, that the card was meant for her, and she doesn't know why Shamspear had a similar card. It, to be fair, she doesn't have to explain it. That's, like, our job. What, are you defending her now? It's like our, you know... Well, yeah, I mean, she's had a she's had a hard time. So, well, she has, but, you know, so is, so, so is Soseki. You know? I'm sure she didn't intend for him to get caught up in this mess, but, you know, them's the breaks. Yeah. Welcome to England. Here's your passport. What if it was an accident? Get the hell out of here, Polahoke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Uh, so-, so she asks, like, why? Like, I, I absolutely wasn't there. Why would I be? And we're like, to poison him. <laughs> like, <laughs> to, to murder this man. And so we, we accuse her of putting the poison uh, on the gas pipe. Um, mm. And that she, she she sent him the letter to just get him out of the out of his house, which is fun because everybody seems to be trying to get everyone else out of this house, <laughs> who no one wants to be there. Right? Yeah, it's just a common theme. Um, <laughs> fucking Garadab and his terrible, terrible <laughs> landlording. And I think we have a we have another conversation where it's like, okay, but if she put the poison, then then like, why why did Shamsphere only d- almost die? like two days ago if, if this happened six days ago right and i think that's when van zeke's like pipes up it's like actually i think i might know why you know which is like oh you're helping <laughs> and it's like you know um yeah you know um because the, the whole like thing was olive was stabbed so there was a lot of police like presence around so if you wanted to do anything suspicious you actually could not yeah because the police and, and after that saseki was in prison for a couple of days. Right. Right. So he wouldn't have to do anything because the person you wanted gone is in prison and possibly going to get hanged. Yeah. Well, depending on how Olive Green's doing, I guess, you know, what a what a friggin busy day for Olive Green. Holy shit. Yeah. But um, anyways, she's had a rough day. Yeah. Well, we do have to like give a reason for why she'd want to kill um, Shamsphere. And that's where we right. can put, like show the Duncan Ross picture. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, right. 
so I, I think like at this point, like the plot's kind of coming together, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So as soon as we know the twist, then I think everything just sort, sort of falls into place, you know, because I think yeah, the, exactly. the poison on the pipe thing came out of left field. But, you know, once you see the twist and you're like, oh, wait, yes, the, especially the, the, the letter twist, you're like, oh, yeah, OK, everything else makes sense. Well, I like the way that this is revealed, because when she kind of gets found out and she goes on her spiel. She's, you know, it was all obviously very sad. They were like arranged to be married and, you know, he was actually looking for another place because, you know, he said how crappy it was and how the gas goes out. And she said, it's dangerous. You've got to get out of there. And he was getting ready to do that. He was looking for another place. And she said, it's so dangerous that there are extra rooms in the house I live in tonight. You can come here. And he's like, no, we said we wouldn't do anything until we graduated it's like we didn't want to tell. I, I think they didn't want to tell like her parents because she still lived with her parents, and so it's like we don't want to. We don't want to deal with with your parents and everything. So I'll I'll find one on my own. And then he died that night. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be an awkward Thanksgiving. And at first, she wasn't sure if it was like you know maybe it really was just a terrible accident. Well, we 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 can tell that later. So maybe we should like finish the the trial. First. Oh, okay. Well, let's go after it later then. I guess. I, what I like is that if the the the, the moment uh, it's revealed that she did poison, uh, or it's suspected she did poison, that's when Shakespeare starts to like lose the act at, at some points. Yeah, Shakespeare act. He drops it as soon as as soon as you like you make him. You'd be like, listen, th- th- there's too much behind this, and he's like, okay. He's like, and he just slumps, and he doesn't animate anymore, and then he stops talking. Even before that, whenever he's like angry at, at olive he likes dropping he drop it yeah i think it's when like we say that that she she entered his his apartment he's like you did what i mean yeah yeah Vouts didst <laughs> not <laughs> what <with>? like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, it's pretty great too. Uh, but w- w- where we were was that um now we have to um show why shamsville is trying to kill his uh his, his um uh the people up- upstairs and in the first um, place right. Um, and that's when we, we can show the, the new file that we have about Selden. Uh, and, and yeah, and we basically figured out that uh, Shamspear must have been Selden's um, cellmate. And that Selden must have hidden the, his loot in, in the apartment somewhere. Olive also, um, she, she says, like, I, I think she first tries to claim that she wasn't trying to, that she wasn't trying to murder anybody. She was just looking for evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she she actually found the little the same cache that we did under the floorboards that had you know the the photo and the the newspaper clipping and the the empty tin and she's like yeah no when when I found it it wasn't empty it had this key in it that she's been you know wearing around her neck and I think that's yeah. also when when Shamsir gets gets mad and drops the act yeah that's so what Shamsir really does it he loses I, completely I inherited that fair and square yeah I inherited. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, but after all of that, um, they still wanted me to anything, which means that Sasaki must have done it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and and the way we get Shamspear to admit it is to, um, we, we basically we're going to find the loot first and then he can't have it anymore. And he still thinks that we will never find it because it's hidden really well. Um, and then we have to show that we do have a way to 
to locate it. We do. Yep. And it's, uh, of course, Sholmes. Sholmes's wonderful new invention, which is probably Iris's, which is the skin um, detector or whatever, you know. And at that, we can go through and figure out, hey, you know what? I bet I can find out where people have touched in here. And um, yeah, Sholmes actually comes up to the stand. Uh, and yep. uh, he knows Venzix from before. Yep, that's right. He's like, just give me like half hour. I can find that. <laughs> it's, uh, but we do need to one of the final thing we have to do is to um, we, we need something that seldom touched because. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that doesn't make a lot of sense because we, it's the key. But that, yeah. that key has gone to so much since Selden died. So is, is there anything <laughs> left on it? Yeah, that's probably covered with Olive's fingerprints now. Doesn't like one of her idol animations, like doesn't she kind of like fiddle with it? It's literally grasping yeah. it. Yeah. 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 She's constantly touching that thing. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot wrong with this whole thing, I guess. But, you know. It's enough. It's enough for for you know. It would almost. I think it would actually have been like spoiler alert. It doesn't go down this way. It would have been better if it turned out that yeah, it's that's yeah. the case. There's no way they would have gotten it from that key. But it's enough to convince Champ Spear to be like, you know, it's a good enough of a bluff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And his his breakdown is kind of terrifying. Like he he starts <laughs> shambling around like a zombie. Like he he his eyes irises get all small and. It's like he keeps jumping back and forth between like the weird like smiling poker face that he has into something that's like it's like a mask that's slipping off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As usual, like really good artwork and everything. Um for the series, I mean. But uh yeah, so that's um well, I you know, <sighs> Then I guess this is where it gets into the whole like, okay, here's why I did it kind of thing, right? Or here's... Yeah, and the animation right at that point is so good because he has to do like his... like There's like a, a, a tilt and pan and he goes like fully across the scene to one side and then fully across to the other and then like it's, <laughs> it looks like he yep. gets shot and he just like flips up in the air. The gems on the side of his like vest explode into confetti. So yeah, it looks like a like a gunshot. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, because like at the, the very last scene... I was like, how are they explaining the confetti here? Yeah. And I was like, the very last scene he doesn't have any of the gems on the side. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 very dramatic as as is uh, appropriate for Shamspear. Yes, and yeah, I think I think at that point he has completely dropped the the affectation and is just yes. explaining. You know, yeah, no, I I was doing it. I tried to tried to move into the apartment, but I couldn't. And then you know, then they had to redo all the ductwork uh, because of the murdering I did. He insists he wasn't trying to murder him. He was just trying to scare him out. But right. he still murdered a man. Just a little murder. And then tried to do it again. <laughs> exactly. Maybe this time it'll go okay. Maybe, you know. I think the, the only new thing that we learn here is that he did ask to move apartments when the apartment was empty, but Gary didn't let him because he didn't pay his rent for three months. Yeah. The second time, yeah. Which, you know, yeah, is kind of a problem. Yeah. Um, and then by the time, I, it's it's weird because he says, like, by the time that the, the repair work was done, it was too late. Uh, which I guess maybe he found some money? Because uh, he clearly wanted to try again. Um, yeah. Because he, he, like, blames Hiseki for sw- swooping in just right moment. Right. Like, he had another chance. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we also hear uh, Olive's story, which we, uh, we, we described most of it already. The, 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 the way she found out that it was him was that after Duncan died, she got obsessed with it and she went to the street and uh, one day she saw Saseki coming out of the apartment and she followed him mm-hmm. and to, to the cheap pub uh, mm-hmm. and she overheard him telling his story about how he was um, almost choked to death every night. Yeah, because he was cursed. <laughs> yeah, so that's when she started getting suspicious. Um, and she put the um, poison on the pipe because that was the way to find out. Uh, if nothing happened, then it means Shamsphere was uh, innocent. Uh, and if Shamsphere died, then it means he was guilty and he deserved to die. Which, like, I do respect as a, as a gambit. Um, mm-hmm. Except for whatever poor gas inspector comes along next. Right, yeah. That's, that's the yeah. slight hole in her plan. Right. But other than that, I really like it. I did. You know what I really like, too? She has a bit of a confession because she starts off with like, she was like, I'm kind of gambling on it, meaning that like, if this was not a murder ploy, then there's really no harm, no foul. Again, yeah, like that whole notwithstanding. Uh, Yeah, aside from that one little. Yeah, 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 right. But like, also then she says, but actually, if I'm being honest about it, I was kind of hoping it would work out. You know what I mean? Which, like, I, I kind of liked, because it's true. You know what I mean? In a way. Like, she's not, like, a bad person for yeah. that per se, but it's almost like just wanting that closure or at least, like, that sort of, I guess, revenge, you'd call it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, closure and revenge in one tidy package is, uh, you know, not not easily come across, so I can understand why it would have felt uh, tempting. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a lesser person would have judged her, but not me. <laughs> lesser person whatever whatever the point is i'm i'm yay olive green i guess <laughs> see you in jail and then there is an, a nice a nice um thing from the Rudo at the end where he says that he's glad that he stopped him from committing suicide and that he's also happy that shamsphere didn't die uh for her sake mm-hmm. because then she would have been a murderer now off to the gallows yeah <laughs> 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 let somebody else take care of that <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he has that smile when they do it. I don't think. Oh well, I don't know. Probably not. Um, so anyway, um, I guess things ended on kind of a happy note, you know. And yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess as happy as you can get when there's two attempted murderers on the stand. Look, I mean, the one we like is just going to go to jail for a little bit, you know, like probably be cellmates with Gina, you know, or <laughs> well, no, wait, this is in the past. So eventually, maybe they'll, I don't know, yeah, eventually, maybe, but you know, yeah. she could be cellmates with, uh, you know, Mrs. Garadab. I'm sure that yeah. would be pleasant. They're, they've got a little support club in there. Mm hmm. The accidental murderesses of, uh, of Briar Street. <laughs> 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 we had it come. Sorry. Except one accidentally murdered the other. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Oh, brother. So, um, we're not done though with the chapter because we have one last thing, which is basically like. Well, first, first we, 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 yeah, we go out to the chambers and um. The whole scene with uh, yeah, Sasaki. Does anyone remember that this was that this whole trial was a flashback? Because it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, but that we, we once again heard that Sasaki decided to go back to Japan, and it's definitely not because he's afraid of the Reaper, but because he wants to. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we don't see him again. No. Come I on, think, don't I be think stupid. he's overstayed his welcome bit. <laughs> I, I, a little bit of that guy goes a long way. Oh, I thought you meant the Reaper. Like Von Zeke's, like, I hope we don't see him again. I'm like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, doubt yeah, it. I hope Lord Van Zeke's goes away for no reason and then doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah, if there's one guy whose plot is completely resolved. I hope there's no judge either. I hope it's just us in the courtroom. <laughs> he has to go back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Pennsylvania. But, um,. Yeah, but then, well, then we have a little narration from Naruto that says that he thinks that from from the future. Well, no. First, we go. We we have to go. Oh, back yeah, we to, go find the loot. We go find the loot. Yeah, well, we we introduce the scene by having Naruto oh, right. yeah, say, say that yeah that probably the the reason that all the Chalms didn't want us to tell anyone about it is because of what happened the next day when we went looking for the loot. Right. Yeah, that's right. He introduces us too, and they're spoken like we don't get the anime scenes, but they are they are voiced. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we find the loot. It took Holmes an entire day uh, and not the thirty minutes that he promised, but we did, he did find it at the end. He's, he's very proud of himself. Like, only took me a day. We're like, but you, but you said, nah, whatever. It wasn't the ceiling, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a large collar uh, with diamonds all around it. And and a little bit more in there. Upon further examination, there's dark stains that sure look like blood. Actually, they look the animation. It just looks like straight up blood. Like they're not even like that dark. Ooh. They're kind of like multicolor red. <laughs> yeah, like it looks like it's fresh. Like it was just there yesterday. And there's also a big letter B with a crown on top of it. <laughs> Bowser! Oh my god! <laughs> Bowser like Joker. It really does. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks, he at it again. So the next time we have to defend Bowser. <laughs> About time. <laughs> it's like, Is this like the gender swap version of the Bowsette crown? I didn't intend to have killed him. <laughs> I just wanted to see if. Oh, wait, that's a terrible Italian. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm even part Italian. I should know better, but whatever. Um. <laughs> Anyhow, yes, uh, the, the, the super collar. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what the heck? And uh, Iris, Iris is excited that she has like new stories to write now, uh, but then Sherlock tells her that, that she she can't write this second yeah. one. Like Sherlock Holmes looks at this collar and he just uh, the blood goes out of his face and he's super serious. Yeah, it's, it's not just Sherlock; it's also Gregson. Sherlock uh, tells Gregson, "Yeah, to take it away." Uh, yeah. yeah, like, oh, this is evidence. You probably should remove this. Oh, yeah, I probably should. Let me just take it away. It's like, yes, of course, absolutely. I will take care of that. Because mm-hmm. it's my job. And then that's when Holmes kind of lays down the law. And it's weird because Iris is all like, oh, this is just be a great story and everything. He's like, no, nope, I'm going to have to say no on this one. And then she immediately, but like, apparently the, the relationship is such as she's like, okay, that's it. And she just shrugs. She kind of slumps her shoulders and says, of course. No, Iris, that's the, that's the symbol of my famed... <laughs> Arch nemesis Boriardi. <laughs> <laughs> Iris does say that she thinks she recognizes the B emblem, but she can mm-hmm. place. She can put a finger on it. Mm-hmm. And like Naruhoda will never think back. Like, oh Baskerville, I'll learn about that. You know, maybe that'll be the B. But you know, we all know 
<laughs> That's right. It's a hound's collar and that poor, poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> that poor monster dog, I think is how that goes. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know that story. No, um, and then we get a little voice acted um, speech from Naruto uh, where he says that it's going to be I think another three months before everything is going to be revealed. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he says uh, that it that it it has to do with the 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 the, the fair, the Crystal Tower. Yeah, he says he agrees uh, with what Holmes' decision Holmes' decision was, and that they wouldn't find out for two more months until uh, an incident that took place at the Great Exposition. So tune in next time. You know, two two months is exactly time for Susato to come back from Japan. Hmm. Hmm. It's two months right after her letter. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So see you next time. Well, actually, no. Yeah, we aren't that. Uh, so let me. Uh, so do we have any anyone have any theories on what's going on with the Hound of the Baskervilles in this? The only thing is that we know that that Selden Selden is a character from Hound of the Baskervilles. Uh, and so, like, and I, I guess that doesn't really tell us all that much because obviously he had the loot that was this, you know, golden encrusted dog collar. So he's he's obviously linked to it. But right. that's that's all I have. My only guess is that uh, Sholmes and um, what's the other guy's name? Sholmes and uh, Gregson. Yeah, Wilson. Oh, no, Gregson, not Wilson. Yeah. Gregson. Um. They were probably involved in something like some heavy shit where they like were against like this super bad, like top tier criminal that they had to kill. Otherwise, some like really bad stuff was going to happen. And then they tried to hide it. That's my guess. If you think Sharon's a secret murder. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Or maybe not, maybe not specifically murder. Maybe they just allowed the bad guy to die without doing anything. I I think the case just isn't <laughs> quite solved yet. Like there's still because like it had to do with uh with with Watson or Wilson the. Dad. Just say Watson is okay. It's whatever, say Watson or Wilson. We'll think we'll get it. It had, it had to do with with Daddy Watson, uh, because like he was also involved somehow. Um, and like I think that was it was implied that that was why he had to go to Japan maybe so like it it seemed to me like there was something unresolved about the Hound of the Baskervilles case and like he might have had notes on that that Suzato read because she you know she had the title <laughs> Hound of the Baskervilles I I absolutely love by the way the theory that like that there's some kind of Rachel Ghoul person where Holmes is like I don't have to kill you but I don't have to save you and that's like what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but um Hand of the Baskervilles was what? Like the dog it's like about a, a dog they think's a monster. I know we've gone on this in the podcast, but like is really just like a hound that's like kind of giving glow in the dark paint and that whole treatment, right? Correct. It's yeah. like the basic it's a really idea. big yeah. dog. Right. Yeah. So it does exist and it does actually I think it, at some point it does maul people. You know, it's one of those hounds that's like trained like, like denied food and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the whole thing is, is trying to to. It's all about inheritance. Um, yeah. And Selden sort of just features as a as a it, it, definitely a murderer, but it's sort of like a, a red herring character. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. If you have dogs, don't paint them in glow in the dark paint and train them to kill people. Yeah. I mean, more the second. 
We just shouldn't do glow in the dark paint, but if you have to do one. Yeah, if you have to do one or the other, I guess. I mean, if it's hypoallergenic, who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I can't possibly solve this groovy mystery. But I think Rizal had the right point where, like, the, this idea that, you know, we probably don't have enough evidence yet to know what's going on. I just, I think there's going to be a couple more characters introduced here who, uh, we're going to kind of open things up as soon as this incident takes place at the, uh, <laughs> great exposition. I mean, great exhibition. Well, well, Naruhoda is really hyping it up at the end of this chapter. Like, it's so amazing and we have to just see it next time. Yeah, that was a Dan Brown cliffhanger. <laughs> You're none too oppressed, but, um, <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, well, for next time, I'm looking at the chapter breakdown here. I think what we want to do is do the initial investigation part and then the mm-hmm. trial up until the save point, the first save point. So like trial part one, usually that's kind of what that maps. Yeah. Do. So investi- the investigation, which is, seems to be just one part of investigation. There's no save points mm-hmm. in it. And then the first part of the trial. And we'll get like a to be continued kind of thing in the middle. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, folks. Well, in that case, same bat time, same bat channel. What? Good night. (laughs) 